Welcome to the Strong Mama Podcast. I'm your host, Nicole, mom, exercise physiologist, and pre- and postnatal fitness expert. This show is all about helping you navigate your pregnancy and postpartum journey with more strength, energy, and ease. Each week, pull up a seat for a new topic that will empower you to feel strong, capable, and confident while supporting your body through all the changes of the motherhood journey. Just a reminder that the information on this show is not meant to treat or diagnose any medical condition. Please speak to your medical provider for all things related to your health care. I'm honored and excited to be a part of your health journey into motherhood. Now let's dive into today's episode. Hey, hey, mama. Welcome back to another episode of the Strong Mama Podcast. I'm Nicole, your host. If you're here for the first time, welcome. If you've been here for a while, welcome back. I am so glad that you're here. So today we are going to be answering the question, do you actually need a pre or postnatal fitness plan? So this is a question that I'm guessing you've probably thought about, especially if you're a longtime listener and you've been taking in the content and learning a little bit more about how to serve and support your body in pregnancy and postpartum, especially when it comes to exercise. So today I just wanted to clarify, do you actually need a specific pre or postnatal fitness plan or can you get by with other things? And we'll get into that in a second. But first, I do want to celebrate because this is my 50th episode of the podcast. And to be honest, I did not know if I would make it this far. Before I had started the podcast, it's something that was on my mind and heart to do for, gosh, probably over a year, and I just did it. I didn't do it for, you know, ratings, reviews, um, downloads. I had no idea like what I was doing basically at first, and it's just given back so, so much to not only like you know, personal satisfaction and fun and things like that, but also to so many of you. I can't count how many people, you know, will just come over to Instagram and be like, hey, I love your podcast. I listened to this episode and that stuff just totally makes my day. So if an episode resonates with you and, or if you have questions related to it, I am always, you know, over in the DMs on Instagram at Strong Mama Wellness and just love chatting with you all. So absolutely come on over there any, any time. But anyways, to kind of celebrate this 50th episode, I'm going to be doing a giveaway for two of my pre and postnatal 60 minute consultation sessions. These are each a $97 value. Basically what it is, is a full assessment of your lifestyle, pregnancy, birth, or postpartum experience, wherever you're at a movement screening to check for imbalances in your movement, breathing, things like that. We'll talk about your goals, answer your questions, and I'll give you some actionable steps to walk away with and take into your own fitness plan, exercise, day-to-day, all the things. So again, it's a 60-minute consultation session, $97 value, and what you can do to be in the raffle or the drawing to win is simply rate and review this podcast in Apple Podcasts. So what you'll do is just go to the main episode page. You just click on the title of the podcast, scroll to the very bottom of the episode page. You'll see where you can rate with the little stars. You can also see where to post a review. So what I need you to do if you want to be in this drawing is first type up your review. Then before you submit, 
you'll want to screenshot that review. So take a screenshot of it, then submit it so it doesn't you know, go away. And then what you'll do with that screenshot or photo is send it to me in a DM on Instagram at strongmamawellness, or you can email it to me if you're not on Instagram. It's nicole at strongmamawellnessco.com. So either one of those will work. And I'll be selecting those two winners by June 7th, and I'll contact you the same way you contacted me, whether that was through Instagram or email. And the reason, I know it seems kind of funky, but the reason that we do it this way in terms of the screenshot is because it takes a while for reviews to get posted from the date that they are initially submitted. So there's a slight delay in there. So just to be quick with it, follow that process and we'll be good to go. So you have about a week after this episode comes out to jump on that if you wanna be in the running for one of those 60 minute consultations. Those can be super valuable. So I'm excited to see who wins. All right, let's dive into today's topic. So do you need, and I put need in quotes, a pre or postnatal specific fitness plan? So this was actually sparked by a recent question that I had from someone on Instagram, I did like a question box and this person was asking if she needed to see a pelvic floor physical therapist in order to return to exercise postpartum. And I'm not going to get into my answer specifically, but basically the premise behind it and the premise behind basically everything is that we don't need to do anything, my friends. And I know that you know this and I just want to clarify it because I think that there can be Sometimes some guilt or shame that comes up if we, you know, think there's something that we should or need to be doing that we're not doing. And with that being said, are there certainly things that I would recommend in order to make your experience better, in order to serve and support your body for the long term? Yes, there are certainly things I recommend, but is there anything that we need to do? No. So this is for you if you've been tossing around the idea and wondering if starting a pre or postnatal specific plan is right for you. Now, what do I mean by pre slash postnatal specific plan? What does this mean? I mean tailored workouts specifically for pregnancy or postpartum, not general workouts with modifications. It factors in all the demands on the body during pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. So we take all of that stuff into consideration and is actually focused on preparing you for and offsetting many of these changes. Now, you'll actually probably be a little surprised to hear me say this because I'm not just going to come out and say, yes, it's for everybody. No, it's not for everybody. So let's talk about first, we're going to get into both, but let's talk first about who might not benefit. And the first one that comes to mind is someone who is very sick in their pregnancy. So whether they have HG or just nonstop sickness at some point in their pregnancy, you know, starting a plan would likely be more mentally defeating than anything if they're starting something and cannot keep up. But do I think that there are still many pregnancy-focused, low-demand things you can do? Yeah, breathing, gentle core and pelvic floor work, sometimes walking. There are still ways we can support our body, but in terms of like starting a fitness program or you know doing something more structured, that's not going to be probably in their best interest during this time. 
Now, I'm not talking about general nausea because exercise is actually shown to help with nausea and help with those symptoms when it's done in the, I don't want to say quote unquote right way, but when it's done in a way that supports the body through the nausea. So there's different tweaks you can make to support that, you know, low intensity workouts, not transitioning from up to down, like floor to standing a bunch and just different um, different ways to support your body through the nausea. So highly still recommend getting some movement in while you have nausea, but if it's like a debilitating time in your pregnancy, then it's probably not in your best interest. So I don't want there to be any pressure around that. It's completely okay. You know, sometimes we are in that survival mode and while it does suck, I don't want there to be any additional pressure there or like guilt for not, you know, doing what you feel like you should be doing. So there's that. Okay, moving on. Another person who might not benefit from a specific pre or postnatal plan is someone whose goal is simply to stay active in pregnancy. And there's no shame in this, so I'll clarify. But some people just want to move their body in a low-key way, you know, get in movement, here and there. There's no other, you know, specific goals in terms of performance or birth or postpartum and sort of the outcomes of all of that. And that's not to say if you have this goal that you still wouldn't benefit from a pregnancy or postpartum specific fitness plan or workout specific to your body and pregnancy, you can still benefit, but it just may not be a priority for you. And that's okay too. So again, no shame, no guilt. You get to decide what you need. It's your body, it's your life, it's your pregnancy and postpartum, and you get to decide guilt-free exactly what you need. Okay, those are the main two categories that I would say people who might not benefit or not prioritize this type of pregnancy or postpartum specific plan. So let's talk about who would benefit from a pregnancy or postpartum specific fitness plan. Now, again, like I was stating before in the beginning, it's not just modifying workouts. I think that's a really important distinction to make. It's not just, you know, doing your local group fitness class and like modifying things. It is specifically breaking down the movement patterns of this motherhood journey of pregnancy, of postpartum, and considering what the strains are on the body, considering what the physical and physiological changes are, creating an exercise plan to offset and support these things. So that's, again, to clarify what we are talking about. So who will benefit? Number one, if you're somebody who wants to prevent aches, pains, and pregnancy injuries. So things like back pain, SI joint pain, SPD pain. So SI joint and SPD pain are pelvic pain, typically found in the front and back of the pelvis, sciatica, round ligament pain. All of these things are examples of very common aches and pains and sort of injuries that can happen during pregnancy as a result of all of these changes on our body, some of which linger into postpartum sometimes, not all the time, but sometimes, especially back pain um, and SPD pain can sometimes linger as well. So anyways, a pre and postnatal specific plan would help to factor in those different areas of the body, those changes, and help to strengthen and support so that those are less likely to happen. Number two, if you want a specific birth outcome, it might be in your best interest to train specifically for pregnancy and birth. 
So for example, this could look like you want a natural birth, like you want to go through your birth, you want to labor without an epidural, maybe you want a home birth, all of these different things could apply. And I'm not saying that that is the best way, the only way, what you should aim for, because some of my clients are like, I for sure want an epidural, that's what we're going for, that's what's happening, and that's totally fine too. So anyways, if you want a specific birth outcome, natural birth could be one. Um, Having more stamina during labor could be another one. So you're kind of like picturing your birth and you want to make sure that you have the endurance for potentially a long labor. You're able to get through those contractions and breathe through those contractions and keep your stamina like you're not, you know, giving birth to your baby and having nothing left in the tank. Like, don't get me wrong. It's going to be hard. It's, you know, it's not easy. Birth is not easy by any means, but you want to show up with that stamina and that endurance. Um, another thing related to birth is less time pushing. You know, the the more deep core strength you have, the more in tune you are with your pelvic floor and deep core and having practiced breathing specific for labor and birth, this can also help. Less risk of tearing. If you want to minimize your risk of tearing during a vaginal delivery, that could be another reason, as well as a less risk of a cesarean delivery, less less medical interventions, that is. So all of these things kind of fall under the birth-specific outcome. So if you have a specific vision for your birth, you want to have some of those things that I just listed off, those are some of the things that you could work on with a pregnancy or birth-specific fitness plan. I almost said postpartum, but we are talking just about birth. So that's that. Um, Number three is if you want to maintain your strength in pregnancy. So if you're somebody who really loves strength training, you want to maintain your strength so that you can get back to it postpartum when you're ready. This is a really good reason to train specifically for pregnancy. I have all of my clients do strength training no matter what, But I've also had clients, and I'm currently working with a client who really wants to maintain her strength throughout her pregnancy. She's very into barbell lifting and strength training, and this is a passion for her. She loves it. This is something that fuels her, helps her feel good in her body, helps her feel strong. And what we're doing is keeping a lot of those things, but tailoring it in a way that supports her pregnant body, in a way that is also safe for her pregnant body, and then adding in a whole bunch of birth prep stuff too because she is in her third trimester. So anyways, that's another one. So if you're somebody who really is into strength training, that could be another reason to do it in a safe way that supports birth and postpartum as well. All right, number four, if you really want to decrease the risk of long-term birth injury. And I say birth injury not in a fear-mongering way, not in a way to scare you or terrify you, there are very real things that can happen when you grow and birth a human. And I think that we all know that. And it can also be hard to hear that some of these things can happen if we're not working to actively prevent them. And even when we do work to prevent them, sometimes they're a natural adaptation. And that doesn't mean there's not support if you do have one of these injuries. So what am I talking about? I'm talking about things like diastasis recti, And more specifically here, diastasis recti that goes beyond the initial postpartum period that is more 
more considered an injury versus just the natural DR that comes with pregnancy. So DR is one. Other things would be related to the pelvic floor. So preventing the risk of long-term leaking, preventing long-term risk of pelvic organ prolapse, things like that, that really affect quality of life. And these can all be prevented. I shouldn't say fully prevented, but we can minimize and reduce the risk of a long-term birth injury such as these when we are specifically training for pregnancy, birth, and postpartum. All right, number five, if you have pelvic floor symptoms or diastasis recti and want to get back to exercise safely, so kind of shifting gears into the postpartum a little bit, if you are somebody who is currently living with pelvic floor symptoms or diastasis recti, you still want to get back into exercise safely while working to heal and manage these symptoms. Maybe you're working with a pelvic floor PT and you want to also integrate a lot of that stuff with exercise that's going to be supportive to your body. That can be another reason that you might want a postnatal specific fitness plan. Number six, returning to daily function without pain. So thinking about your motherhood journey and maybe you are pregnant, maybe you are already a mom and you wanna just make sure you have function in your body, that you're able to lift your baby, you're able to maybe wear your baby in a carrier on the front, you're able to feed your baby without pain. I know that's something that surprised me with my first baby was how much back pain I got during the initial postpartum period, during the first six to 10 weeks, we'll say, or maybe even during that whole first trimester, first trimester, fourth trimester, because there's just so much hunching over. There's so much bending over. And that's something that I work on with my prenatal clients is making sure that we are really strengthening their back muscles, their posterior chain, everything along the backside of their body to help with better alignment. That way those aches and pains aren't as detrimental because there's nothing worse than like your baby's crying, your baby only wants to be held by you and you're, you know, I don't want to say stuck, but you are the one carrying them around. Maybe you're wearing them in a carrier, but you have this back pain and that can be really, really hard. And so training for that either in advance or training for that once you're in it can be really helpful as well. So again, it comes back to looking at what your body is doing or what it will be doing on a daily basis, looking at these movement patterns and breaking down specifically what's going to help you achieve the feeling that you want to have, achieve the functionality you want to have on your motherhood journey. Okay, this brings me to my last one, number seven, the person that wants to return to exercise safely. If you are somebody who is in your postpartum period, you just had a baby, but you're like, I don't know where to even start. I I know that my body just went through this huge change. It went through this birth. It, you know, grew a human for 10 months and now I'm here. Now I don't know how I feel in my body. Maybe I feel a little bit foreign in my body. I am moving differently. I feel differently, but I know that I want to prioritize exercise. I want to get back into movement. I want to support my core and pelvic floor along the way. And I want to do this safely. That way I can minimize the risk of long-term injuries. Those injuries that I already talked about, those can be very real. And I know that if you're somebody who may have a performance goal postpartum, like you want to get back to lifting heavy, or you want to get back to running or something else performance related, it could also be really helpful for you to have a postnatal specific plan that factors in 
again, all of these changes that you've gone through. I know that with my client, Megan, her big goal was to get back to running postpartum. Running was something that pre-pregnancy and in the beginning stages of her pregnancy is something that she loves to do. She is passionate about it. It makes her feel like herself. And she knew that she wanted to get back to running safely in a way that wasn't going to cause her long-term pelvic floor issues. And so we did that. We, you know, I'm not going to walk you through the entire process of it, but we slowly, gradually built up to it and she is running now and it's amazing. And something she said at the very end was that I'm so thankful to have had Nicole on my support team during postpartum support team. And it's funny because not until recently have people really leaned on fitness and exercise professionals as part of the birth support team. It started to become more known, but I want to turn it over to you. When you think about your support team, who do you think about? Of course, some obvious ones might come up like your doctor or OB or midwife. Maybe another part of your support team is a doula, a chiropractor, a pelvic floor PT, an acupuncturist, all of these things you might consider as a part of your support team. Maybe a massage therapist. And I absolutely love that more and more women are starting to see the value in pre and postnatal specific exercise programs and movement and seeing that as part of their birth plan, their birth support and helping with that entire journey, not just to see exercise as a way to have a fit pregnancy or maintain weight or things like that, which those are important to you. That's totally fine. I love to also think about it in this other aspect through this performance lens and I hope that it also brought you some clarity in terms of what this support could look like for you in your life depending on your goals for your entire experience and journey into motherhood. All in all, you deserve all the support mama. I hope you know that and don't shy away from getting the support that would help you in whatever capacity you need more support with. So I want to make an invitation to you, and while the goal of this episode was really to just open your eyes to a different way of viewing your exercise routine and the impact it can have on your motherhood journey, I do want to take a moment and extend an invitation to you to work with me one-on-one. This is the best way to ensure you're getting exactly what you need to feel how you want to feel, to train for birth, train for postpartum, recover your body, and heal. I've been working to update my services with new accessible options because I know there are so many of you at different stages of the journey who need more or less support. And so I'm hoping, fingers crossed, that by the time this episode comes out that they will be available on my website. I'm going to use this as motivation since I'm putting it out there into the world to get that up. So if you're curious, just pop down to the link in my show notes and check it out. If you resonated with any of those seven sort of points that I made about the person that would benefit from a pregnancy or postpartum specific plan. I hope that you take this to heart. And if it is something that you feel would be super supportive for you, for your goals, then I encourage you to reach out to book a consult call. We can determine what would be the best path for you. No strings attached. All right. Final thing I'll leave you with is just that reminder to submit that review. If you want to be entered into the giveaway for the 60 minute consult sessions, those are super high value. I love doing them. So if that's something that you want to be in on, I'm selecting two. Again, the deadline is June 7th. So you have about a week from when this comes out to 
submit that review, but make sure you screenshot it first and send it to me. All right, mamas, thank you so much for being here. I will talk to you next week. And that's a wrap, mama. Thank you so much for tuning into today's episode of the Strong Mama Podcast. If this show has served you in some way, be sure to subscribe and leave us a review on iTunes. Head to strongmamawellnessco.com for more free resources and opportunities for us to work together. Until next time, keep moving.